The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners, where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk to you all about networking like a boss. I feel like networking is one amazing way to grow your business, to get in front of the right people, to meet your dream clients, to convert some beautiful clients, and also to be known because the more people who know who you are and what you do, the more likely it is that people will refer you to your dream clients and people that want to spend money with you. So I want to talk to you about this and about a few different tips because I think after COVID, a lot of people have then stepped back into networking and and have discovered they're feeling a little bit socially anxious. And then I also just want to speak to a few different things that you could try that would help you really make sure that you're networking really well because networking can be one of those things that can cause us a lot of anxiety or other times it's when we actually don't really have a plan around it and it's not effective for our business. I want to talk about two sides to this today because I feel like it's something that often doesn't get utilized as best it could. And I think firstly, when I think about networking like a boss, it's really having that intention, like you're actually going to grow your network. And the way that I look at this is all about connection and relationships, connection and relationships. I want you to keep that in your mind because there is no specific strategy when it comes to building your relationship because it's going to be individual to the people that you connect with. And I think that you've really just got to be true to yourself and you've got to be you and the right people will connect with you. And so when it comes to connecting in a networking space, it can bring up a lot of fear and a lot of doubt and a lot of imposter syndrome and can cause us to mumble our words or, you know, say the wrong thing or like end up walking out of that networking event, beating ourselves up when really what we need to look at is taking the pressure off ourselves a little bit and really look at it, what it really needs to be, which is connection and building relationships. It's not about making a sale. It's not about converting specifically on that spot with the person that you're talking with. It's not about saying the right thing. Like honestly, it's about connection. And so I want to talk to you a few different tips that I utilize that's helped me along my journey. And to give you a bit of backstory as well, like before I started the Love What You Do Collective, which was a networking event, which I ran monthly for about three years. And I finished doing that in 2021. Now, before doing that, I was networking. I was going out, meeting people. I was finding other groups within Brisbane, going to meetups, going to networking events and all different places and conferences and things like that to really try and develop some relationships and to meet other women in business because I really just didn't have my people. I didn't really have anyone that around me at the time. I any, any friends that I had that were in business actually lived in for different parts of the state. Uh, and I really just wanted to be able to grow my network, but also make some friends in business. So when I first started going out there, it was very nerve wracking. So I was walking into, you know what it's like when you walk into a networking event, you know, no one. That's what I was walking into. And I also want to preface this with the fact that I had seven years of sales training and seven years of business development where I was actually encouraged and we had to literally walk into seven to eight businesses a day with people who we did not know and be able to basically build relationships with them and convert them to customers. And so I had the experience of going into awkward situations. I had the experience of basically trying to build up a conversation with someone who wasn't even interested in 
in actually talking to me, right? So even with that experience, I still found it nerve wracking and I still utilize these tips that I'm going to share with you because I needed to, like I needed to rely on some of the things that I'd learned in those seven years. And that actually allowed me to expand my network really quickly. So first things first is what the hell do you do (laughs) when you are arriving at that networking event and you're just trying to get yourself to get in the room? So I remember, I vividly remember, had driven to this networking event and it was like a six o'clock, I think for like a 6.30 start or something like that. And I'd pulled up outside, found a park and sat in the car and was like, just get yourself in the room, Christine, just get yourself in the room. I had no idea what to expect. I was freaking out and was like, just calm your nerve. It's okay. You know how to talk to people, just get in the room. And so I literally had to coach myself to get out of the car, right? I was literally like procrastinating, sitting in the car, scrolling through whatever and fixing up my makeup, like fixing my hair, like doing all the things just to prevent myself from going in the bloody room. And so I made my way to the venue, walked past the the door and then went into the bathroom again to procrastinate before then making my way into the room. And it was super awkward. Like it was like, you know, they welcome you and you have to tell them your name and they give you a name tag, which I hate wearing name tags, but it helps me from a visual perspective, remember people's names, uh, gave you a name tag and then basically like sent you into the wolves. (laughs) And I remember one of those first experiences was actually horrendous. Like I almost like I got accosted by a couple of people and they were like, I could tell that they were there with this game to sell. And I was just like, oh, this is horrible. I remember one guy trying to sell me property. I was like, dude, like he hadn't even asked me a question. He was literally trying to sell me on the idea, on the idea of buying more property for investment properties. And I was like, hi, my name is Christine. And I like, I just am just arrived and I'm here for the topic of the event, right? I'm not even here to buy from you. I'm not even here to listen to you specifically. And here he was trying to sell me on something. And then I went and had another conversation with someone else and they then went straight into their pitch, right? They had their pitch prepped and ready and they went straight into their pitch. And I was like, oh my God, are we supposed to have a pitch ready? Like I was like literally green. I was so green and I just sort of stuck it out. And I remember leaving going, "Mm, I'm not really sure these are my people, but I stuck with it. I kept going to other events. I made some really great connections and started to actually just utilize a couple of these tips that I'm going to share with you to get me through the awkwardness and to really start to develop some really good friendships and relationships. So first things first, I want you to know that people love to talk about themselves. Okay, so take the pressure off yourself. Let go of the expectation that you are going to try and sell someone. Let go of the expectation that you have to convert someone while you're standing in front of them. Like that is horrendous. Like I honestly don't believe you should do that ever unless the client comes up to you and says to you, I already know who you are. I want to work with you. Here's my problem. I know you have the solution. When can we work together? Then I would suggest you booking a call with them or whatever your sales process is to talk about at another time because selling them in the event right there and then is horrendous. Like not only for you, for them, but also for the organizer of the event. Like, ugh. So unless you're selling from stage and have a space where people are going to sign up, like, please don't do this. Like if you're going to a networking event, you should not be selling at people's faces. And so My first things first is yes, people love to talk about themselves. So to take the pressure off yourself, I want you to focus on actually being interested instead of interesting. 
So often what happens is we tell ourselves, oh, I have to have the pitch. I have to say the right words. I have to talk about myself. I've got no idea what I'm going to say. Like all of this fear just kind of perpetuates all this stuff and it doesn't serve us. So what we want to do is come back to how can I be interested? How can I drop out of my head and back into my heart space and think about how I can connect? That's all we need to do is connect. So we want to smile first and foremost, just smile, say hello, say, Hey, I'm Christine. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Ask them their name and then ask them a question. Just ask them a question and you will find in a simple question as like, have you been to these events before? You know, is this your first time? Uh, do you know any of the speakers that are speaking tonight? Like, what did you come for? Like any type of question. It doesn't have to be anything specific. Just find a question to ask them. Now, another way to go about this would actually be to compliment someone. So this is what I used multiple times to try and get into talking to people when people were standing in groups. So that's always super awkward when you walk in, you get your name tag and then the event host just like kind of shoes you off into the groups of people and you don't have anyone to talk to, which I think is a bad host thing too. Like I think if you're a host of an event, you should connect people. Like that's your whole purpose and you need to be like introducing people, connecting people, like that type of thing actually makes the experience much better and takes away the awkwardness of someone actually having to go and introduce themselves to someone who's completely uh, a stranger to them. And so another way that I would go about like injecting myself into another group of people, which can be super awkward, is finding something to compliment someone on. So I would walk up to someone and be like, oh my goodness, your shoes are amazing. Where did you buy them? Or I love your dress, love your earrings. Where did you get them? I have to know. Like I would literally just say something like that and I would, it would be genuine. Like I actually really did like whatever they were wearing. Uh, Or I would find something, right? Like your hair is amazing. Your color's stunning. Like I would find something to compliment them on and I would follow up with a question. This actually breaks the ice beautifully and someone always wants to tell you. So then I might be like, oh, these old shoes, right? Or they, you know, deflect the compliment or they go, oh, I bought these from someone or I make these or you know what I mean? Like, oh, these are my favorite outfit, like whatever it might be. It breaks the ice a little bit. Smile, engage, talk to them a little bit about that thing that you've complimented them on and then ask another question. The more that you can be curious and interested, the more likely it is that you're going to actually gain a connection. And then another thing I used to do actually, when I started to make one of my friends come to these events, because I was like, I need a wing woman. And so I would bring one of my friends to the events and she was just as awkward as me. She was like, why are we doing this? She was almost trying to talk me out of going. And I said to her, we're just going to play a game. I said, we're going to go talk to people because we need to obviously develop our network and we need to meet new people. We need to expand our group of friends in business. We need to expand people who know what it is that we do so we can find new clients. And I said to her, we're going to play a game. So we're going to go in, we're going to talk to different people and we have to see how long we can ask these other people questions and talk about them without saying anything about ourselves. So I would play this game where I would literally just go talk to people, ask them questions, and then they would answer. And then I'd compliment them on their answer. Or they would say, I'd be super interested. I'd literally be listening to them, which is the key, listening to them and ask a follow-up question. And I would find, I would have people talking for a good five to 10 minutes before they would turn around and go, hang on a minute what do you do? (laughs) And then that turned that conversation back on me to then share with them what I did. And the thing is, as a coach, that obviously worked really well because those questioning, like getting to know someone, they felt really comfortable and that built trust, which was great. 
And so that was one of my other tips. So yes, compliment someone, be interested, get people talking. The more you can get people talking about themselves, the easier it is to take the pressure off yourself and then just kind of ease into, remember to breathe and just ease into the conversation and just stay listening, right? Then be the one that actually invites other people to be a part of the conversation. Like I find that that, again, takes pressure off you to be the one to try and hold the conversation the whole time. So I would just be, have my eyes open of like noticing when people walk into the room or people walking past or whatever, you know, and I'd be like, oh, hi, how are you going? Are you, this is your first time as well. And so I would invite them over and be like, hey, this is such and such. I'm Christine. What was your name? And we'd just start chatting. And so it was just trying to just drop that pressure and let yourself just start to connect with people. Now, then when, when the conversation then turns on to you, yes, it is very important. And I feel like it's important to practice having some type of pitch. I know that's a terrible word, but some type of description of what it is and who you work with. The more personable and relatable that you can make it, the better. Try to let go of all the fluff words or too professional words, because if people don't get it, they find it really hard to connect. So this is another lesson that I learned that I was like trying to be too coachy and I was using too many coach words and that kind of put people off. So now I just try and get as relatable as possible. I'm literally like, I work with women who are stressed out and overwhelmed in their business, help them move through any limiting mindset blocks and stop themselves sabotaging their success so they can take their business to the next level. It's super easy, but it really relates to them and how they're feeling. And so this is what you want to do is try and make your pitch seem so relatable, right? So if you like design websites, I design websites for women who are here to change the world, right? Like make it impactful, right? If you're a copywriter, I help you find the right words to describe who you are and what you do and the value that you bring. Make it super simple, right? Because if you try to make it too complicated or try to make yourself sound too good, it doesn't resonate with people and they don't know who to refer to you. So you want it to be so relatable that they go, oh, I know someone who needs you. And that's the best thing that you can do. And so, you know, you may want to have then a follow-up thing to talk about. It's like, you know, I actually really love what I do because of this. And I am very different to a lot of other coaches because of the deep work that I do. So I do uh, NLP and matrix therapies and all different forms of modalities that actually help you rewire your brain chemistry. That usually piques a little bit of interest and then people ask a few few questions. So having a couple of things that make it sound interesting as well. So, but again, it needs to be relatable. Otherwise they don't know how to follow it up with a question. They don't know how to basically make sense of what you've just told them. Okay. So simple as that, have the intent to connect, right? Rather than sell, be interested rather than interesting, compliment people, build a conversation Get people talking about themselves and it'll take the pressure off you. Practice your pitch so it rolls off the tongue and it's easy for you to say. And like, I mean, practice at home, like with the dog, with your kids, like say it out loud, like you need to say it out loud so it rolls off the tongue. And the more you practice it, the easier it is to communicate it in a situation like that. Because you've also got to remember that you're... Your emotions are a little bit heightened, right? Because you're in an awkward situation. You're not really sure if people are going to like you or sometimes you're even worrying about that. You're worrying about saying the wrong thing. And so you need to have practiced it for it to come out in a confident way. Okay. The other thing I would also suggest is remind yourself that everybody else in that room is just like you. As much as your brain tries to tell you that's the opposite, I guarantee you, everybody feels awkward walking into a networking event. Everyone, everyone. Everyone has had a situation where they've walked into an event and know no one and felt super awkward and not known how to start a conversation. 
So if you can remind yourself of that, you're more likely to actually engage with other people because you can relate to them on their level. So you can actually address that, like address the elephant in the room. Walk up to someone and saying, this is my first time. I'm super nervous. Are you nervous? Have you been here before? Like address it, bring it to the table, shine a light on it because then people are going to be like, oh my God, yes, me too. And then you can get chatting about how awkward it is. And then you've broken the ice already, right? So finding these types of little things that support you in being just moving through that fear a little bit and changing the way that you interact with people rather than it be having to be a sales pitch, go in with the intention to connect. The other thing that I want to talk about is utilizing events like this to build your network, not necessarily for clients, building your network. So so if you want to expand your circle and you know that you want to start leveling up, you want to start getting in the same rooms as amazing people, and you want to start in that next level circle, right? Now, some of them you need to buy into, right? It's always the case. Sometimes you need to buy into those rooms and then the, hopefully sometimes depending on who runs the event, uh, who runs that kind of group, like for my mastermind, I facilitate the connection between the women that I work with, right? Now, not everyone does that. So it's up to you to make that connection. So ways to go about that is search out the people that you want to connect with and add value to that person. Now, remind yourself that yes, some people, some people are super busy and they're not going to have time to connect with you all the time. All right. So you just want to take a step back, think about how you can add value to them how you can support them, cheer them on, you know, share their stuff, comment on their stuff, you know, think about them. Like if you've noticed an article that you think that it would really resonate with them, if you've noticed a podcast episode, if you can recommend them for something, like think about how you can add value to them because then that will get you on their radar and it shows that you care more than just taking. Often what can happen in this these scenarios is that we are in these to take We try to grow our network to take, and that's really gross. So we want to take a step back and go, we're just here to connect. And if you can add value to them, then you're more likely to get some type of in to have a conversation, right? So I love supporting other women in business. And I think that one of those things, it's like that reminder of like, focus on the relationship first, less about what you need or what you want to get from the, from that relationship. Because if the relationship is based on true reasons for relating, you're more likely to have a longer term connection with that person and both benefit from it rather than it be like a transaction. You don't want it to be a transaction. If you truly want to grow your network, you want to be friends with people, right? So you've got to develop those relationships. Now, I always try to give people an out because if you are asking too much of them, then that can cause a little bit of, you know, uneasiness. So I always like, you know, extend an invitation, connect with people, but always give an out, you know? So if it's like, if it's not possible for you right now, cause you're super busy, like I totally get it all good. You know, I'll swim back around later down the year and hopefully we can connect at some point, right? Like give people an out. Think about how you can further serve them in their long run. So if they've got a book coming out, think about how you can help promote them. If they've got, you know, a new podcast episode that you freaking love, leave a testimonial, like there's leave a review, like do things that you think that is going to support them and their mission. And then that will get you on their radar and it'll show that you actually care. I think the other thing too, as well, is like when it comes to that connection to grow your network, sometimes it can be a business partnership as well. So you want to think about how you can best serve them and vice versa. And so depending on the relationship that you want to create, thinking about that and being really upfront and transparent with it is really good. So making sure that, you know, you're clear of like, Hey, I have this idea that I think would be beneficial for you and beneficial for me. I think it'd be a great partnership. And this is what I propose. Let me know if there's something this is you're open to. If not, totally cool. Still love your work. Still going to support you. You're amazing. 
and then let it go, right? Because I think that sometimes we go, oh, they should want to work with me, but they could be super freaking busy, right? You might come up with the best idea, but their personal life is a shambles and they just don't have the space to actually allow you in, right? So it's like, be kind in the way that drop the expectations, drop the expectations because people have a lot of stuff going on. Now on the flip side, I also want you to connect and make sure that you're taking the initiative to ask them out. Now, I know this sounds like a bit of a dating term, but you know what? Like there are so many women in business that are so lonely in business because they don't take the time to initiate connections. They think everyone else is busy. They think that they're going to be a burden. They think they're going to bother people. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you with the experience that I've had with so many women, the conversations that I have, they trust me, they open up, they share with me their lack of ability to grow friendships. They worry about this. Like these are literally the words that they they tell me. I don't want to be a burden. I think they're super busy. They're probably not going to want to hang out with me. Like, you know, it's like there's so much pressure. Whereas I guarantee you the other person is just as lonely and they would love to connect But remember, try not to put too much of a timeline or deadline on it, because if they're busy, they're busy. Whereas if you're like, hey, I would love to connect. I love what you do. I think that we would be really, you know, we would connect well. And I think that we could both support each other. There is absolutely no, you know, under, there's no agenda here at all. I just love to connect with other women in business. So if you're keen for a coffee anytime, just to chat, like there's literally no agenda here. If you're free, I would love to catch up with you anytime, like anytime, like next, next week, next month, whatever's going to best suit you. And if there's anything that I can do to support you, let me know. Right. So make it super casual, make it something that's going to be beneficial for each other. And don't take it personally when they say no. Because some people know their boundaries and they know they don't have the capacity to also have another person be a part of their inner circle. And that's got to be okay, right? They're not rejecting you. They just don't have space for it. And that's got to be okay. And that's one of those things, right? When you get people to reach out and go, I want to pick your brain or I want to take you for coffee. Sometimes I have to actually get super clear and ask them, can you please describe to me exactly what you mean by this? So I literally ask them, is this a coffee catch up to connect and grow our network? Or is this a purpose of wanting to get me on your podcast? Or is there a business idea or is this Are you wanting to connect as a client? Are you wanting to connect as a business idea? Like, what is it that you're coming to me for? Because sometimes, yes, people will just want to pick your brain. And sometimes that's just not the best use of our time. And also with the work that I do, I've got to really protect my energy. So I'm only, you know, doing so much throughout the week. So I think that it's so important that you just let the other person off the hook and drop the expectation that they have to meet with you. Or if they don't want to meet with you, that you take it personally. Like, it's not about you. Sometimes they just have really good boundaries and you want to respect that. So I think about growing your network. I think about connecting with people from a genuine space. When I think about the connections that I've made over the years, it's the times where I have expected the least and thought about how I can add value and be of value, right? So for instance, with some of the amazing women that that I've connected with and I'm still friends with, I have supported them when I needed to. I have supported them in their times of need. So I've noticed if they've posted something on social, so I would connect with them, send them a DM, you know, tell them, you know, I'm here for you if you ever want to talk, like, you know, all of that type of stuff. I think about how I can best serve them. So if I see opportunities that come up that would be there would be amazing for, I'm putting them forward for it and then letting them know. But not from the purpose of getting. Like I just want to support other women in business. 
So when I think about this, I think, okay, so how can I add value? And I support them. I share their podcast or I share, give them a review or whatever it might be. I help them promote their program, like whatever it might be. And I think about that, not from the place of wanting to get, but just from a place of knowing that if I add value to them, they see that I am actually genuine and I actually care. And I do. So I think it's coming back to that place of just releasing the expectation, thinking about how you can be of value, be of service. And that will always come back around. Like karma is everything. It'll always come back around. And I just know that when something comes up that they go, oh, oh, Christine will be a perfect fit for that. They'll recommend me. And that's amazing. I don't expect it. I don't ask for it. But you know, if that happens, that's amazing. It's a bonus. And other times it's like, oh, actually, this is a beautiful connection. And I've actually paid them to come in and speak as part of my mastermind or a part of, at events before. And they've gone, okay, like I can actually get you in front of my audience and you're amazing. I want you, I want to share you with my world. And so I do that. And then I think about how I can best serve them. And I email out my email list and I tell them how I can, you know, use, they can use all my video content and they can be on the podcast and all of these things, because I know that that benefits them too. And I think about how that can best serve them and not from a place of, I now need something from you. Do you know what I mean? Like think about it from a genuine space of actually caring. And then lastly, I just want you to remind yourself just to bring yourself up to the same level. If you are putting them on a pedestal, please do not put people on pedestals. Everyone exactly the same. They're doing what they can do. They're figuring it all out. They're rolling through the punches. They're getting up when things are, you know, that when they've been knocked down, they are still like struggling to get through some days. Like (laughs) everyone's got their own stuff going on. And I think that the more that you can relate and humanize them, the more you can actually connect with them. Because if you make them someone that is so far removed from you and that they are amazing and they're so confident and all of these things, you will feel less then because you are placing yourself at a lesser level and you're not really reminding yourself of your uniqueness and what you bring to the table. So I know that you can add lots of value to other people, but when you put people on pedestals, you discount your own value. And so remove those pedestals, start to humanize the other people that you want to be surrounded by, connect with them, just connect with them because there's women in business that are super lonely and they are just trying to get through and they don't have really great friends to chat with. And you could be that great friend. So connect make an effort and keep the connection alive. I think the last little piece that I want to leave with you here is please don't do the one and drop and run because, and then blame them or think that it's, they or take it personally or think that it's about you. That's a transactional relationship, right? When you're just going, I'm going to try once and then leave. That's not going to serve you in the long run. You want to think about it Like it's, you're developing a relationship. So there's going to be, have to be a multiple connection points, multiple conversations and making sure that you're touching base. So it could be that you need to remind yourself to, Hey, follow up with people that you've met at events, right? Make a note in your phone. I always like uh, follow them on social media and then take a screenshot and remember them because I'm like, Oh, I remember talking to them about this because I'm really good with faces. So if I've remembered the conversation that we've had that night, when I look at that screenshot and I go back to their profile and I see who it is, I'm like, Oh, that's right. We chatted about this. And then I'll send a message and be like, Hey, it was so nice to meet you. Loved our conversation about such and such. And yeah, if you ever need anything, like, let me know. And just also stay connected with them. So then if I see their social media posts, I'll comment on them or I will send them a DM like celebrating them or sending them some love or whatever it might be, because 
if I've met someone at an event that I think is amazing and I want to keep connecting with, you've got to make that effort to keep connecting. You cannot expect a friendship or a network connection to be developed over time if you don't put the effort in and the energy in. So I think it's one of those things that often what what can happen is we have great conversations at these events and then no one follows up and then nothing happens from it. The people that are following up and building those connections are the ones that are winning. Like I guarantee you, they're the ones that are actually networking like a boss because they're making an effort to follow up the next day or the day after and building those connections for months after that. So I hope this has served you and I hope this has helped you just relieve a little bit of that anxiety because everyone is exactly like you. A lot of us have been, you know, cooped up over COVID and then getting back into crowds is also super overwhelming. Just remind yourself to breathe and remind yourself to be interested and curious and be present with the person that you're talking with and focus on connection and relationship rather than selling. I hope this benefits you. If it does, I would love it if you could take a moment just to leave a review for the podcast or if you want to share it with a friend because you know that they'll also benefit from it, I would love that as well. I hope you have an incredible week and I'll speak to you all on Thursday. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.